welcome to the Body Blossom Self Love Podcast brought to you by Kirsty Davies and Annabelle Fontaine. Welcome to another podcast episode. We are back and we're so excited to be back, aren't we? Really excited. It's been a while. We've had lots going on with holidays and, yeah, the show and what have you. But we're excited to be back and we've had lots of you messaging in, um, really interested in getting coping strategies. You know, things are really tough. Tough. (laughs) Tough. When you're struggling mentally. And I think it's key to know different ways that you can really help yourself. Yeah, definitely. Because we all need that help to kind of support ourselves. A lot of times we can't talk to friends or family or the things that we don't want to vocalise. That if we've got the coping strategies right, that we can sort of self-help. Absolutely. It's such a good place to start. And it gives you that confidence to then maybe later open up to other people. But if you know key tips that are going to help you to get yourself out of situations, it really does help. That's it. And I think the more you get to know yourself, the more you know that when things are coming. Do you yeah. know what I mean? When things are, you're like, oh, hang on a minute, I'm not feeling too good in myself at the moment. And before that, that kind of goes round and round and round and gets worse and worse and worse, it's important to then go, actually, but I know these sorts of things that I can start doing now yeah, to look after myself. Definitely. As women, we're really good at helping others and seeing mm-hmm. when someone else has got a problem and trying to fix that, but we kind of ignore us or paper over the cracks a little bit. Exactly. So until we get too overwhelmed mm-hmm. and then it all comes out. So you can kind of see those little triggers that are going to happen leading up to when you think you're on a bit of a down downward spiral or if something really bad has happened in your life how do you cope with that definitely especially if you're trying to cope with other people coping with that exactly like you say you're trying to help everyone else and then it just I think the right word is overwhelmed you just become overwhelmed there's too much going on so we really want to talk today about different ways on how you can help yourself things you that you know specific tools that you can go to um, yeah, and yeah. things that are going to make you feel better. Because the biggest thing about when you are feeling like that is taking action. Yes. So even if these tools don't necessarily help individually, the fact that you're taking action to try and do something in itself is going to help you. Absolutely. Because you're trying to love yourself. And being kind to yourself is the biggest key to getting over definitely. anything. Definitely. That's so true. And for me, I think I definitely find exercise really helps yeah. me. That doesn't mean, you know, doing a crazy hardcore workout or anything like that. It could literally be sticking some music on and having a bit of a dance yeah. around. It could be going for a walk and just clearing my mind. Yeah. Stepping off the world for a bit. Stepping exactly. away from that situation, whether it's something with, like, your social media or if there's something... You, that you love doing that always helps but sometimes even if you can't do any of those things just the stuff that you do in your mind really can help exactly. clear things because Absolutely. your head's such a lonely place to be when something goes wrong yes and do you know what else i personally find really helpful is journaling yeah you know like just writing things down like letting it out and and sometimes seeing it then then you can kind of be like oh okay like you, you can understand your thoughts more, can't yeah, you? Yeah, because once you get it out of your own head, when you try and explain anything to anybody else, or write it in a journal or a diary, whatever you use, because you're having to focus and you're getting that thought out of your head onto the paper, 
it helps you find the answer without you even getting exactly a reply. That. So journaling is such a good way of mm. letting go of things, releasing things Absolutely. as well. Absolutely. And there's some such good um, journals that you can follow along as well. You know, you don't need to literally just be writing on a piece of paper. There's loads of journals out there. That They've got it, such good prompts, haven't exactly. they? And they're sort of like guided, a bit like guided meditation. It's the same principle with journaling, mm. which is really in the last couple of years, journaling has got really massive and it people has. have really used it. The old school when I was younger, I used to use a diary. Yeah. I used to have little codes so that my parents, if anybody found yes. my diary, they wouldn't know. <laughs> and then I would write it, dear diary, as if I was writing yeah. to a friend. And I would sign it off in the end. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's like the old school version yeah. of journaling. Now this has developed and evolved so that exactly. every day you might start off with an emotion, uh, a positive quote. Mm-hmm. Or what is my goal for tomorrow? Setting up your day ahead, like yeah. looking forward. Absolutely. And then reflection on what, put things that are positive today mm-hmm. because no matter how bad and I honestly say this from the bottom of my heart doesn't matter how bad a situation is there is always a positive in it somewhere yeah. it is just tapping into it and finding exactly. it even when the worst things mm-hmm. happen and there is some awful things that people go mm-hmm. through but out of all of this there's always some lesson and some sort of yes. growth or exactly. even if it is even when it comes to something as horrendous as bereavement mm. there's always this shred of like you know like they say that grief is the price we pay for love mm. and it is yeah because the grief that you feel through a loss is because you've loved so deeply or Mm. even if it's one of those relationships when you're grieving the person that you never really had or the person that you Mm. did have there's always some sort of positive i'm not saying by any means that you know when you lose someone oh this Mm. is a positive thing but there's always something in it that you can draw from it that helps you move forward and get past that hurdle exactly that it just takes time Mm -hmm. there's some things we can get over in five minutes like you know if we're stuck in our toe if we're late if we've mm-hmm. lost something if the kids aren't getting ready for school and we've just lost it yeah you know when you're exactly. like you're worried what's going yes. over that is very easy to come back from yeah something really big like if you're going through a divorce if mm-hmm. some you've had a, like a financial crisis that's it these knocks sometimes take a lot more work but mm-hmm. the principles are still the same. We just yes. need to stop, catch our breath, take a moment, regroup, and really listen to our inner self Definitely. about what do I need in this moment yeah. to help me move past exactly. what I'm going through. Yeah, And those sort of tools are really beneficial, but it takes a long time to figure out what works for you. It does, and I think that's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah. Different things work for different people, and that's absolutely fine. And the key thing is working out what's best for you. So that's what we wanted to do, didn't we? We wanted to talk about loads of different ways you know you can use different coping strategies. We're going to talk about those. And then you can start putting that into practice and seeing what sits well with you, what actually you think that actually... did really help me um, and they don't oh, it's not like one size fits all so like mm. for us if we've had a really stressful day and we feel overwhelmed because we've done too much peopling going in and having a bath mm-hmm. and that meantime yes. will help other days if something's overwhelmed you you might need to talk mm-hmm. to your partner or a friend and that's when you don't want to be left alone sometimes you do exactly. need that sometimes what works for you in one situation mm-hmm. doesn't always work yeah. in anything absolutely but the more you know the more you've yes. got the tools to use exactly that. so you can kind of think well okay i know i don't need that mm-hmm. but this might help me yeah so Definitely. you know i think it is really good and like we were talking about earlier that people that you know if you suffer panic attacks or you get really anxious mm-hmm. we were talking about 
the 54321 method, yes, which is really good because that's something really simple that you can kind of keep hold of and that you can just, it doesn't matter where you are or yep. what you're doing. Exactly, you don't you need can, anything, You do don't you? need anything. So these sort of methods are really good because it, you don't need your phone, mm. you don't need the bath, you don't need to have somebody on hand. If you feel like you are getting panicky, then you can use yep, that. Definitely. So with that, the first thing is like five things that you can see around yep. you. So say like we're in here, I'd be able to see mm. like the chair, the light, the tele, like the phone, and like it helps ground you and make you present. Exactly. So looking at those five, and if you're just sitting in the car and it's mm-hmm. like I can see a tree, I can see a bus that's stop, it. I can see that because that takes you into your surroundings. Mm. So it helps focus that mind back onto where you are. Definitely, so it's being mindful, things. isn't it? Yeah. I think mindfulness is such a powerful tool. Yeah. And just noticing, like you say, your surroundings and being mindful of everything. You know, just takes you. Like exactly. it helps focus just, you. A, a focus it, it allows you to just stop even for that split second to to stop you know what you it is you're yeah. worrying about and you're going through just taking that moment yeah and the next step would be four things that you can touch <laughs> so like for us this feels yeah. really soft so it's like a helpful thing with mm. like self-pacifying, but it's also quite a sensory thing. So when you touch something, so whether it is like what top are you wearing, mm-hmm. whether it is pinging your bra it, strap, your you know, your necklace, yep. like four things around me that I mm. can touch. So whether it is like your car keys mm. or if you like me and you're vaping, you know, like yeah. four things around me that I can touch. Mm-hmm. So that's another thing that's going to feed into your sensory. So your like internal nervous system. So you grounded yourself then we're working on that so three things you can hear so whether it's at the moment i can hear the cars Mm -hmm. outside there yeah i can hear the water from the fishes out there and that makes you really calm the mind because Mm -hmm. you have to listen exactly so the quieter that we become when our mind's racing with whatever it is Mm -hmm. that's tipped us over the edge listening to external things and trying to just find three things that you can hear Mm -hmm. whether it's the leaves rustling whether it's the radio in the background a song so those three things Mm -hmm. are going to help you absolutely it just pulls your focus doesn't it you're really having to focus on actually what is it that i can hear you know what is it that i can touch what you know it's so powerful because that distracts you as well Mm. and that's helping just that inner voice just calm down so that's a good one Mm. so two things that you can smell Mm -hmm. so i can smell new stuff yeah here today and so two things that you can smell whether it's smelling your perfume or just smelling your skin your own scent Mm -hmm. your hair if you've washed your hair if you haven't washed your hair you know just doing that that's also feeding into your sensory system so you know that's going to really help so Mm -hmm. two things that you can smell and the last thing is one thing that you can taste yeah so taste is really good there's a really calming thing with mastication which is the chewing yeah not to be confused with other stuff (laughs) that helps you know don't knock it you know exactly chewing and tasting something really helps Mm. if you've got chewing gum if you've got a mint if you can go the crunchier the better Mm. when you are stressed crunching on crisps something like a rivita Mm. something like a cracker that crunching really helps calm you down absolutely so and you know a lot of us like we might look to comfort eating when we're yeah, in a state of being yeah, anxious. I've definitely done that a lot. But you need something you can actually 
eat. Yes. You know when it sounds good, when you can hear exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. Because that's another thing, that that also feel, feeds into your sensory system, that you're, you're hearing, you're crunching, yeah. that you're chewing. If there's something really lovely that you like eating, mm. so that is going to help you as well. Yeah, definitely. But I will write all this down so, add yes. this so that you can have a look at these things, and the 54321 method does really mm, help. Absolutely. So, yeah, so just to go over that again, so it's five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing you can taste. Yeah, very powerful. Honestly, try it. And even if you're not feeling stressed, mindfulness, um, it, it is such a powerful thing just yeah. to bring you back. So even just do it. Like, even now, just pause us and yeah. do it, you know? Like, or when you next go out in your car, just sit there for a moment and do those things. Um, or if you're going for a walk, again, just try it because it really is very powerful. Yeah, and I think being present in the moment, mm -hmm. you know, is something that... There's this really good quote, and it is, depression is living in the past, mm -hmm. anxiety is worrying about the future, but happiness is being in the present. That's very true, isn't it? Because mm. the things that tend to worry us are things that have already happened exactly. that makes us depressed. That's it. That we worry. That we're anxious yeah. about are things that haven't yet happened. Mm -hmm. But happiness and the key to happiness is being in the now. Definitely. So whatever happened yeah. to me earlier today that didn't make me happy, mm -hmm. and whatever I'm going to face when I go home mm. that's making me anxious, I'm really happy that I'm here now, yeah. and that's being present. Absolutely. Yes, hundred percent. I love so it. So I think that's quite good, and that kind of frees you mm. from those worries. Definitely, because there's nothing we can do about what's happened. Exactly, and we're in zero control of what's, what's to about come. to happen. But exactly, all we know is how we feel in the here. That's it, and, and now. how and what we can do right now. Yeah. do you know what I mean? We don't have control of what happens in the future, and like you say, what happens in the past. But what we do have control over is our here and now, yeah. and what we're focusing on, what it is we want to be doing. What it is, how it is we're feeling yeah you know? and you know like life is a choice there's always a choice it's like we can choose to be happy mm. and it's okay to choose to be happy absolutely I want to choose to be happy every day every day I wake up and mm. I think today's going to be a good day absolutely even if I know that gods are not in line that it's probably going to look like it's going to be a bad day mm -hmm. it can only be bad if I allow it to be bad yes absolutely I'm not in control of like the external stuff but mm. I am in control of how I deal with them yeah so definitely. using those sort of tools really does help so mm. and like you said exercise is a really good thing for you isn't it definitely so the the going for a walk I think mm -hmm. they've just said haven't they like before it was 10,000 steps mm. they recommended a day they've just reduced it to 4,000 that there's a benefit yeah. from that because sometimes people get a bit overwhelmed and think I can't do 10,000 yeah. steps. I haven't done that. You know, I work in a salon. I hardly do any steps mm. because I'm stationary so much yeah. of my day. And, like, trying to get those, you have to physically get out and do those. But they're saying now that they reckon 4,000. Well, but any, yeah. any step. Any, exactly that. Just just going out for a walk. You know, just taking, even if it's a 10-minute walk, taking that moment out and try not to, you know, be on your phone or anything like that. Really try and be in that present moment, yeah. you know, and really notice what's around you. And for me, I find gratitude um, has helped me massively. Like yeah. on my self-help journey, it's definitely been the gratitude over anything else that's really helped me deal with situations and understand things because I've gone, do you know what? 
even though these things are very hard, I'm so actually grateful that I either had these people in my life or that I've got the life that I have. I'm able to go out for this walk right now, you know, yeah. whatever it might be. I feel like it really helps clear your mind if you just come away from that technology for a moment. Like I say, even if it's 10 minutes, just breathe, you know, like concentrate on your breathing. Just just taking that moment for you is so, so important. Yeah, it really does help in those situations. We were saying um, earlier as well, weren't we, that breaking a habit takes 30 to 60 days. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that, you know, there's things like coping strategies that we sometimes do, like whether it's smoking, whether we turn to alcohol, mm-hmm. whether it's recreational drugs, there's things that people mm-hmm. use as a coping strategy. Comfort eating. Comfort eating. Definitely used to do all that these a lot. things. Mm. It you even though you don't, they're not always the most productive mm-hmm. of ways of coping with stuff. Mm. There, everything can be broken. So if it Absolutely. works for you now, but you can think right, I don't mm. particularly want to keep doing this. I know that giving up drinking for me mm. has massively changed my life. Yeah. So you know, and it's been a year and a half since I haven't had a drink. Mm. Doesn't bother me at all. I didn't set out on thinking that I was never yeah. going to drink again. I just got to the point where I was mm. like, no, that's enough. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. It doesn't make me feel good. It used to mm-hmm. really help as a coping strategy. Yeah. I know when I suffered like bereavements, I was very much mm. like, well, I need to go and get a bottle of wine. Mm. Any problem, I need to go and get a glass yeah. of wine. I need a glass and mine of wine. was like that with chocolate, cake, like yeah. anything. Because in that split moment... It, you feel satisfied over something and you feel happy because you've m- had to do that. But it is for a split moment, isn't yeah. it? And I think that's the key. It doesn't fix anything. It doesn't change anything. All it gives you is that split moment yeah, of like comfort. Yes, like a temporary fix. Exactly. And a lot of things means that you then are avoiding the actual situation yeah. and the emotion yeah you know you like you can't understand what emotion it is that you're having if you're just like oh okay because i know that's exactly what i was doing with food it was like yeah. okay so right i'm feeling some sort of emotion just give me some food yeah you know give me some food make me feel better for a split second and i'll pretend everything's fine i it didn't actually take time to realize what emotion i was feeling and why and no. how i could move on from that and eating your feelings is a really common thing yes. and then it's then that cycle that you've Ever, whether it was binge eating, mm. whether it was just hitting the chocolate, that you then feel so guilty about it, mm. that then brings out another issue on top of what started you off in exactly. the first place. Then you get the self-loathing, mm-hmm. then you get the, oh, well, I've already ruined it, so I might as well yep. just carry on. So then you exactly. get the overindulging yep. because you think, well, like, you know, I might as well start again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That start again tomorrow, that's that whole yeah. thing about or that being week, in the present. Monday. Yeah. But no, know? who starts a door on a Wednesday? I mean? You've got to get the weekend <laughs> And then there's that avoidance because mm. it's like, well, I'm going away. I've got this dinner to exactly. go to. I've got this party. And then it's then the guilt that mm-hmm. then going, that throws up with you. Exactly. It, it's not It's good. just you then have another emotion yeah. to have to deal with and something else to worry about. Whereas actually if you take time to realise, you know, what what is it? Um, you know, it's about finding a different coping mechanism yeah. other than that like going for your walk like doing your five four three two one it's actually doing that to then realize and journaling again a brilliant thing to just write down because sometimes i don't know about you but sometimes i can feel really overwhelmed and i don't really know why yeah. and i'm like i don't i don't understand what's going on and then i write it down and then i realize and then it might come out exactly and the thing is as women we're so hormonal 
we mm. don't need a reason to be upset. We mm-hmm. don't need a reason. There doesn't always have to be a reason to feel the way that we're feeling. And a lot mm. of it we don't realise is because it's a hormonal thing. Yeah. So there's those imbalances that we also go through. Mm. It's okay just to say, I'm just fed up. Yeah. I don't know why I'm feeling sad. Mm. I just am. Yeah. You know. And, and I, I think s- that's the thing with depression as well, yeah. isn't it? You, you know, I know after I had Mickey, I fell into that, you know, depressed state. And I was like... I don't feel happy and I don't know why. You know, I feel sad and I feel nothing. Mm. Nothing, just... But I, there was no reason to it. And that's really, really difficult to come out of. Feeling nothing is so such a dark, lonely place. It really is. Because you you just feel dead behind the eyes. It's mm. like when you feel like all your spark's gone, yeah. when there's nothing. It To be angry is quite a powerful thing. Yeah. And it's that release with that frustration exactly. that you can shout and scream or if you need to go and, and you can understand it. You can understand that you're angry. Yeah. When you're happy, you can understand that. When mm. you're sad and you're crying, you can understand that. When you feel nothing, nothing. it is so oh, difficult. Yeah. Really because difficult. it's like everything becomes pointless. Yeah. Because I feel nothing. Yeah. And you, you're just like fed up because yeah. you're like... I feel nothing. And like, you know and you used to feel. Yeah. And you want to feel. You want to, yeah, exactly. You want to feel something, but there's nothing there. Mm. That's really difficult. It's so difficult. And I think the key thing that I found was surrounding myself with those people that really helped lift me up. And yeah. The, do you know what? And just take it day by day, moment by moment. Don't worry about it lasting however long it's going to last because you don't know how long it's going to last, no. you know? Like... It's one of those things sometimes it just takes a bit of time. You know, maybe you do need to speak to your doctor. Um, it, you know, if this is going on for a long period of time, it is very yeah. important to seek that help. Um, but definitely surrounding yourselves with people that are going to look after you and lift you up is so, so powerful and very important. And people that it's okay to not be okay around. Exactly. That's like one of the, you know, yeah. because that face of a clown that we all mm-hmm. put on and saying everything's okay and we're fine the people that you can ugly cry in front of yeah. that you can turn up looking a mess feeling a mess that you've got no enthusiasm for life exactly they don't necessarily want anything from you they just no. want to be there to they help they just want to be there exactly. you want those friends around you that yes. will turn up and be like right I'm taking over I'm going to yeah. cook I'm going to clean don't That's worry it. about the washing yeah. up we're going to put a film on yeah. and we're just going to sit and watch the film Let's you know just like think, we don't have to yeah. we don't have to over talk about things if you want to talk I'm here and you know you can talk to them but that's that feeling of that safe space yes exactly that that comfort that you get from being around people that you know like we said before it's like food for the soul when we're together I always go away feeling better me too even if I'm feeling a little bit rubbish before Mm -hmm. It's never time wasted when I spend time with you. Yeah. And it's always like, I feel that's really good because I know that you just get me mm. and I, it'd be all right if I'm not okay. Yeah, 100%. Because you don't want anything from me because no. it's safe space and yeah. I'm going to be judged. Always. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing that really does help with that. Mm. And like you're saying, the seeking of medical help does help. Yeah. So a lot of people, if they are suffering from depression, mm. with the, the imbalances that you have, being medicated really does help. Mm. People have got such stigma against antidepressants mm. and they don't like because they feel it shows a sign of weakness that we can't cope, mm. that you feel, you know, and also sometimes with antidepressants when you first get on them, that they do actually take you further downhill before they take you back yeah. up. Because depending on what type of mm-hmm. antidepressants you have, yeah. whether your bath is overflowing or the plug's out and everything's just draining away, mm-hmm. and depending if you feel overwhelmed or underwhelmed, there's so much in just finding that balance. And sometimes antidepressants don't work for everybody. No, absolutely. And they do take a lot of time to find the right yeah. one. But that combined with 
tools to help exactly. yourself. A therapist is really good if you can yes. speak to a therapist mm-hmm. because I'm really blessed I've got cursing, I've got like a little therapist that I yeah, don't and have to pay you. for. <laughs> but it's good, isn't it? Because it friends are those therapists. Yeah. Not everybody has got good exactly. friends. Exactly. 100%. If you don't feel like you have that support network around you, it's definitely a really good idea yeah. to seek that. Yeah, and like, there is so many good therapists and there's so mm. many different forms of therapy now. Exactly. So it doesn't just have to be like cognitive therapy or, you know, like the mm. CBT or like the, the lying on the couch. There's so many alternative mm. therapies that you can have. Whether it was something like you wanted to go and have Reiki, whether yep. it was like seeing a massage therapist, because sometimes like the body holds stress in Absolutely. such a strong way that it mm. can have a physical way of like, I was watching something about the neutrons in your brain that they can do so many different things so if like they're feeling scared it can also present in a pain in your body yes. at the same time the brain's very powerful yeah oh my really goodness is. and so what we tell ourselves mm-hmm. our negative thoughts can manifest physically oh yeah absolutely so you know being kind to yourself speaking kind words to yourself really does help as well mm. but you know if, there's so many things whether it is like going to have a massage as mm-hmm. well that really helps. Yes, definitely. Because you're also taking time for yourself, but definitely. you're also getting that blood supply working around your body. If a lot of people suffer a lot of trauma, like whether they've yeah. got living in permanent pain, like constant pain mm. is something that really gets a lot of oh, people yeah. down. And I don't think you realise it until you're in pain. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And then you're like, it's debilitating. Oh my goodness. Like yeah. if someone has to deal with this on a con, like. Oh, my heart goes out to those people massively. Constant pain, mm. chronic fatigue, all the yeah. things that people do suffer. That really, you have to be so mentally strong Absolutely. to each day because you know the next day it's not. When we're mm. feeling unwell, we kind of hope every day we're going to get a little bit better. Exactly. When you're living in constant pain, knowing that you're probably not going to feel better mm. tomorrow, if anything, you might feel a little bit worse. That is when you That's really have to tough. work on that mental strength to carry you through. Absolutely. So, you know, and talking life... about kind words, positive affirmations. Yeah. You know, like yeah. writing down, especially when you're feeling, if you're getting to that dark time where you're like, oh, I'm really struggling. Repeating positive affirmations is so powerful. Yeah. You know, like even if you don't believe them, it's absolutely fine. When they say fake it till you make it and all that, it's actually so true. It's so powerful what it does to your brain when you constantly repeat those. Because if you keep repeating it daily, you you know, you will eventually believe it. You know, like it's... It will. It's the same thing with... If you look in the mirror and you smile at yourself, your body doesn't know whether it's your... Not your body, your brain doesn't know whether it's a fake smile or a real Mm -hmm. real smile. So those endorphins are going to be released the same as if someone smiled at you. It sounds crazy, but the positive affirmations, Mm -hmm. the being kind to yourself, looking at yourself with kind eyes, looking in the mirror and loving yourself will give you those hormonal releases that you need Mm -hmm. even if you don't feel like it. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, this so whole fake it till you make it. it you know, really, I, my whole life yes. has been faked it till I made yeah, it. Yeah, me too. One hundred percent. I'm every day. I'm faking yeah, it till I make it. Yeah, and you think because it, it will, it does happen. Yeah, it exactly. Has to. If I tell myself I'm going to have a bad day, mm. the chances are I really oh, yeah. am. Because you, as well, you're going to pick up on all those negatives and those bad things that do happen because you've already switched your mind into that. Yeah. Whereas if you're going, I'm going to have a really good day today, you know, and you're you're pulling out all these positive affirmations you're naturally putting your brain into that positive state so it's going to really start noticing actually oh that went well today 
oh, my hair looks nice today. You know, you naturally see these things. It's, yeah, absolutely incredible. Do you remember ages ago I was saying to you about how I'm starting to notice when I'm being lucky and you told me to stop yes. doing that. You said, stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Stop saying I'm lucky, but be grateful. Exactly. So, so we're not like, would... I'm lucky to have yeah. my car. It's actually, I'm grateful to have my car. Yeah. Because I know I've worked hard for that. Yeah. You know? And it really changed my mindset. Doesn't that it? really helped me. And I used to do things like when I pulled up in front of um, work and there was a parking space, I'd go, oh, I'm lucky I've got a space because I was trying to bring luck into my life. Yeah. And you were like, no, 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 so grateful. So now I'm like, oh, I'm really grateful that someone moved yes. and I've got a space. I and love that. that. It's so me. good. But it really helped. And I remember the conversation when you yes, told me I that. Do. And it was like, so okay. And since you told me that, mm. it stuck. Yeah. Because that's the one thing. If anything that we're saying today rings true to you, I promise you it will stick. Because yeah. the truth does. Things that resonate with us mm. stick. There we go. 100%. Okay, I'm going to put that into my daily practice. Mm-hmm. Like our journaling, I'll put that in my daily practice. We both picked up our journaling yes, for the first time in a while, did. didn't we? Started journaling on the same day again. Mm. It was like, that's weird. But we both obviously just felt like we need to start journaling mm. again because life makes us so busy that we mm. stop to prioritise ourselves. Exactly. And these coping strategies prioritise us and we are so important. It's so important and I think, you know, when we, we're living such busy lives and we're trying to look after everybody else, actually, by looking after yourself means you can look after everyone else better. Yeah. You know, because you're not going to get to that point of like, boom, gone, I've hit the brick wall, I'm no good to anyone. You know, whereas actually if you're doing those daily things that, you know, so many people have said to me, oh, I feel like I'm being really selfish. And I'm like, no. no. It's literally like the complete opposite. You're yeah. not being selfish by looking after yourself because you're doing it so that you feel good so you can help others feel good. You know, like I definitely know the more time, you know, I take for myself and that I go, I need to look after myself the, the better mum I am, the better wife I am, because I'm in such a better headspace mentally, and I don't, you know, things don't make me, I'm, you know, all these toys around, yeah. even though it winds me up, I can deal with it much better, because I know I'm taking time for myself, yeah. and I just take a deep breath, and I know those mechanisms to do, when the kids are running right and driving me crazy, I know that I can just take a deep breath, you know, listen to myself and go, do you know what, I'm just so grateful I have them around, this is winding me up, don't get me wrong, but I'm just grateful I have them here. Yeah. So if there's a few toys over the floor, we'll deal with it. You know, like, you can really deal with it things really so much does. better. My daughter's just come back from travelling, mm. and, you know, I missed her. I just didn't feel complete without mm. having all my children in the same postcode area. But now she's back, when everything's missing in the house, I just tell myself, well, this is, you missed her. Be grateful that mm. she's here to steal your makeup again. That's... And that, you know, your shampoo and conditioner's missing out of the bathroom <laughs> when you're, like, <laughs> mid-wash. And it's like, why is that? But, you know, like, all these things that annoy mm. us, when they say that we have to help ourselves, when you're in an aeroplane, mm. the first thing they tell you is when that mask comes yes. down, you put it on you first before you even try and give anybody else any oxygen because exactly. if you can't breathe nobody else you can't help anybody else yeah. to breathe so, so true. that is such a good way mm. of thinking right this is why it is never selfish to prioritize yourself yes. 100% so it is so important so the other things that we were looking at was emotionally supportive relationships which we kind of covered yeah. already which really does help we've talked about this in our friendship podcast getting mm-hmm. rid of the ones that aren't 
the supportive one. Yeah. Breaking those ties with the people that are negative, the family members that you just feel rubbish about when you see them. Mm. That might judge you, that are never helpful, that always have like an opinion. Yeah. You know, those ones, those are the ones we need mm-hmm. to cut ties with and we need to really promote our supportive relationships. Exactly. Because that is such a good helping us to cope when we've got the tools for ourselves, but then we've got these external people that we know love us. Yeah. So that really Definitely. helps. Asking other help, others to help. Engaging in problem solving. So that's really good. So, like, you know, sometimes when things go really wrong, mm-hmm. like my car's broke or whatever, mm-hmm. it's like rather than just focusing on what's gone wrong mm-hmm. is how can I fix this? So Absolutely. engaging, making that action, those active steps that mm-hmm. we can then put in place, that helps bring us back out. Yes. Because we're doing something. Exactly that. So taking... We're overcoming those hurdles. Yeah. It's a hurdle. Yeah. You know, like it It can be, you know, there's there's a, wait, what's the word? Re- no. Resolution. resolution. Yeah, there's a resolution. There's always Tired a resolution. There's, there's always, a resolution. There's always a resolution and there's a solution. That's it. So something exactly. you can resolve it and there's always a solution to yes. it. So every problem can be fixed. I have, my saying is we don't see problems, we see solutions exactly so we never see problems we see solutions yes it does have so true so i think that really does help um yeah so emotionally focused coping is the crying the eating the alcohol Mm -hmm. that we talked about that doesn't always help but the journaling and the positive things really does Mm. help so these are like the different ways that we kind of cope so the problem focused coping the emotion focused coping the social support so that's the friends the counseling and the doctors Mm -hmm. so looking for external services religious coping so mm-hmm. prayers yeah prayers sometimes really help i was mm. brought up catholic i'd say my prayers every night yeah but a lot of people find comfort in prayers absolutely so and looking for a higher being mm-hmm. or a higher purpose whether it is that you're a bit more paganistic that you look into nature yeah so you know me and my new moons and yeah. every time that i'm absolutely. like yeah whenever there's a new moon we just had a really big day yes. I'm there manifesting, writing everything yes. down, burning it in the garden, Love doing that. all my things, folding it up, putting out <laughs> yeah. the glass of water, drinking the water the next morning. My rituals yeah. that I do, I don't care if everyone thinks I'm mad. I feel that's better. That's it, that's exactly that. And that's what you've got to do it's for. Who work? cares? And I think, I'm not harming anybody. Exactly. If I want to pray, I'm not harming anybody. Exactly. If I want to start devil worshipping... Mm. I don't recommend that, but you can. A lot of people look at tarot mm-hmm. cards. They look at yeah. if they've suffered a bereavement, if they're going to go and see mm-hmm. someone that's into mediumship, if they're going to look to try and find that comfort. Mm. Sometimes we just need that. Exactly. Sometimes we need to go to a group. Sometimes we mm. need to go to the church. I mean, churches are the most beautiful, peaceful places, most Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Apart from Vatican City, that gave me the news. Mm. But other than that, yeah. I mean, most churches, they are a place of worship yes. and beauty, and it is a place of love. Absolutely. So anything like that does help you. Mm-hmm. If it helps, do, do it. Yeah, exactly that. Like I think we get so hooked up on worrying what, about what everyone else thinks. It's a I'm so over thing, that though. thing, and I think it's so key to go. Do you know what? It doesn't matter no. what anybody else thinks. If it makes you feel better, you gotta do it. If you're not hurting anybody else, exactly. and I think absolutely dive you know? into that. So that really does help. Um, meaning making. So trying to see the positive, mm-hmm. which has always been even as a young child my go-to rather than the why me yeah why is me why is this happening to me this isn't fair 
Like, mm. you, you know, that's because, not going to change anything. That's only going to make you feel worse. Yeah, because a lot of time, especially nowadays, we look at other people's life and go, well, their life's working out mm. for them. Why is it not working out for me? Mm. Like, they've got everything that I want. Why haven't I got it? But the thing is, we never know what anybody else's story is. We don't know exactly. how things affect them. All we know is how it affects us. Mm-hmm. They're probably not concerned with us. We don't need to worry about anybody else's happiness other than our own. Absolutely. Or their success, their failures. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people look at other people's failures and sometimes that makes them feel better mm. which is also a very negative place yeah. to be in so looking for the positive mm-hmm. really helps definitely us cope, rather really than does. the why me yeah it's okay to feel sorry for yourself i, I i'm all for feeling sorry for mm. yourself have a day where you just take a yeah. moment but then you've kind of got to lick your wounds stand yeah. up and keep going i know that you're only human and you're going to make mistakes as well and that's absolutely fine yeah. I've, I've made many mistakes trust me but i've learned from them and every time that's happened i've gone do you know what what have i learned from this what can i take from this that's going to help me move forward yeah. and i think that's so powerful as well and we don't always see it in the time it's only exactly. a reflection reflections are really good thing yes. you know like it's such a good work tool like when something happens wrong at work whether it's with customer mm-hmm. service or anything that you were going to do reflecting on back of like what could we have done different yeah how could we make this better next time and that comes along with the problem solving element that we were yes, saying exactly so this the reflecting back on when i was in this really dark place like this morning wasn't having a great day I put on my loudest, like my favourite ever song is Insomnia. It's my ringtone on my phone. Yeah. And I had to do the housework. I had the plumber coming. Everything was upside down. And I put on Insomnia as loud as Alexa would play her. I was Love dancing that. in the kitchen. My mood in my four and a half minute song went from like yeah. zero to ten. Oh. Music for me is so oh, powerful. And oh, I, I was dancing it. like an absolute, yeah, in my pyjamas, doing yeah. the cleaning. But honestly, just thinking about it now makes me smile because then afterwards I thought, good for me. I just, I knew yes, what I needed. Exactly. And that's and that's it. And that's what we're literally trying to say in this podcast is try everything. Yeah. Know those go-tos that actually, you know, if I'm feeling a bit like this, I know that I need to do this. Or if I'm feeling a bit like that, then I know that that's going to help me. I mean, you've put some together, some playlists, haven't you, yes. as well? Which yep, is some sometimes feel-good feel good. So, honestly, I think music really does elevate you. Like I was saying about with the faith, like yes. worship, when they sing to praise things, yes. it is part of worship. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, that time to lift your spirits. I'm all about the good vibrations. Lifting our yes. vibration and those negative energies, just like bouncing them off. You know, and I mm-hmm. said to you before, if I've got people around me that are just not good for me, put my little bubble of light, they're going to deflect mm-hmm. all this negative energy. And then lifting my own vibration. This morning I lifted my vibration with my listening yes. to my music, my little bit of faithless, just help me. And then I chose that the rest of my day was going to be good. Exactly. And it progressively and then it, exactly did. That. Oh, it's so good. Make sure you search on Spotify, Body Blossom, um, what did I call it? Feel Good Playlist. Yeah. If you search it on um, Spotify, it will come up and I've just put loads of Feel Good music in there. So there's in really there. good songs on there. There so really is. Guided Meditation. Meditation's a yes. really good key. Mm-hmm. You've done some meditation. Yeah. You've done some ones. And we're going to be putting out some yes, more of that, be, aren't yeah, we? Exactly. So that's going to be good. Through the self-love company. So yeah. that's going to be really good. But in the meantime, until they're all up and running, a guided meditation really does help. There's so Definitely. much on YouTube. There is. It's brilliant. So much. Yeah. And, and you Spotify, don't have to think. all those sorts of places. Yeah. You can just, yeah. 
and we've all really got good. access to stuff like that. Most mm. people have got an Alexa as well. Yeah. I find that when I'm upset or if I need calming, I listen to like rain sounds. Yes. That really helps. That's and the crackling nice. fire one yeah. really does. And that white noise, because those voices in your head sometimes like that in the when I struggle to sleep, I'm really bad at sleeping. And that I find really helps. Yeah. And the storm where you get the yeah. thunder and those storm, natural sounds. Nature is key. Oh, like, it is. So the, yeah. the nature, mm-hmm. the meditation, the journeying, yes. the lifting the vibration, Definitely. the finding the positive. Yes. The the tools that we kind of talked about today. Yeah. But together or just one of them or just variations i promise you they'll make you feel better because they really it does. will Absolutely. and because the biggest thing is you're taking action yeah exactly that yeah so exactly that you've got do. this you really you have, got, have this. got this um and like we've said we're, we're going to post all these coping mechanisms so yeah i'll them. write a blog on it <coughs> and then also we're always here so if anybody mm-hmm. wants to talk to us about that because there is thing a problem shared is a problem halved absolutely which it is and sometimes mm-hmm. we do need that help and for those people that don't have those people they can reach out to we yeah. are here 100% so we always. are here so if you need anything then just get in touch <coughs> absolutely you need a thank throat you so i know <laughs> thank you for joining us everyone thank and you. we'll see you soon